Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello, we are joined by lovely Jojo. Hello, Jojo. How are Hello, you? Hello, I hope I am um, We have TV's Karen Dunbar. Hello, Karen. Hi, everybody. Hello, Bruce, Jojo and the world. And the world. Now, it was interesting because we are going to look at cancel culture today and about three mm. seconds ago, I was about to cancel this whole thing because it wouldn't bloody work. That mm. was the problem. But you have a documentary coming out, don't you? Mm. The 24th. I do, Bruce, on Thursday night called Cancel Karen Bar, which I never chose the title for that. Hashtag Cancel Karen Bar. Mm-hmm which I, I feel has ominous tones. However, if I don't look at social media and don't look at any media, then I'll never know. That's my theory. What, what you'll happens. never know what people think or whether you've been cancelled or not? All of the above. Have Ending you, at all. Do you think what the price of cheese is. Well, I think that's actually, as a cheese lover myself, I think that's highly <laughs> pertinent and we won't cheese be cancelling such information. Jojo, you've got some very interesting views on cancelled culture and... You feel that we can see anything? I do have. Well, interestingly, it did take forever for us to all listen and hear each other. And now we're here. I mean, Karen and I have had a half hour interview without it ever being <laughs> recorded. So I might be repeating myself. But um, it is interesting, Karen, the whole sort of cancel culture idea. And I hate the word cancel culture, but I do think we're all walking on eggshells. Because you know that we with comedy, you you shouldn't do comedy and you shouldn't try and second guess what other people think is funny. I think it's the same with cancelled. You shouldn't try and second guess mm. what people get offended at. But people are getting offended left, right, and centre. So you're left with with what what can I say? What are the things that you think you'll come up against? Um, well, firstly, where do where do I begin? Firstly, it's not necessarily as a comedian I'm looking at it because, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't do a lot of comedy. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I've never came from a stand-up background, so it might seem like a bit, um, a bit of a contradiction. I'm, I'm much more looking at this uh, through a personal lens. Now, of course, it is within comedy and within the work that I do and have done. It's, it's mainly retrospective, but it's, uh, but personally... The, the journey started from me thinking, I don't know what to say to anybody anymore. This isn't yeah. about what I do in stand-up, because I very rarely do stand-up. It's about how to interact with my fellow human being, um, yeah. what's to be done. What you said there, uh, Jojo, about it being, um, and I've never even thought of that, uh, that why should we presume what will offend somebody else? I think there are certain 
sort of obvious uh, mm. name callings and, and terms that we know are offensive and and they sit where they are and I think they're relevant um, but the vast majority of things that I see that are becoming offensive now I'm very I'm curious about and I'm not trying to like couch that in any way because I'm no enraged I'm yeah. genuinely curious as to what is happening with the people who are offended and with the people who don't want to cause offence. I don't want to say there's sides, but it's like everything, there are sides. So I want to hear both sides of that and present that, and that's hopefully what the documentary does, and present that to the general public and say, what'd you think? Yeah. <laughs> what'd you think? And it is, it's good to hear all different perspectives and different sides to it. And do you know what I mean? I, I think you you said about with chewing the fat, um, obviously you think there's there's things that were done then that you wouldn't have done now? Aye, but not much. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one of the sketches, you'll see it in the documentary that's been cut is old Betty. And it's not because of any sexual content, it's because she uses a, a, a racist um, pejorative term. Yeah, Bobby. and uh, well, I and we know, you know, what the Bobbies were like when they came over here from Bobby Bobby Onia. <laughs> uh, but, but just to clarify, you're using the word Bobby, the slang for doodle in 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 Glasgow. A doodle is slang for schnoodle. Well, and <laughs> Jack Rudel, that kind like of thing. Talking Latin. What's a doodle and a bobby? Well, a doodle, think... a doodle's a penis, and a bobby is slang for a penis. But the funny thing is. And we've discussed that with 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 that character now. If you look at people who lose the veneer of their social graces to dementia and all that kind of stuff, and we've discussed that because my father's going through it. But can those kind of things would probably come up in a visit in a home, if you see what I mean? Aye. And one of the things I learned at TMO, which is Television and Media Operations, uh, the BBC have got done in London, is that context is everything. So if yeah. somebody was saying that in a in an old folks' home, I'm not saying Bobby, but you know, using racist derogatory terms, they're saying that in an old folks' home, and they're going through dementia, or somebody's going through dementia, then what are you to do with that? I think, and this might sound all oh, airy fairy arty farty, but let it be said, compassion is key as well. Context is key, but compassion is also key. So who's saying it? Why are they saying it? Mm -hmm. And 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 how do we deal with that? Mm -hmm. So not only to have a compassionate view, but to be able to have a compassionate response. So not only hear it compassionately, but respond to it compassionately. And that's what's no fucking happening. And I'm going to swear there because that <laughs> that is what I feel is the problem. No who's right and who's wrong, but where is the compassion for all in this? For people who have the, you know, uh, you want to give people the right to say what it is that they're saying um, within context, and you want to give people the right to say, to say, this is hurting me, this is harming me. The difference between harm and offence, I think, is, uh, is the nuance that's in that as well. Um, so ask me The thing that always fascinates me around. now is, the thing that fascinates me now as well is, you know, I mean, knowing as, as comedians, you read the room, you, you decide what you're going to say in, set, in front of certain groups of people. But we do that ordinarily. Absolutely. You know, we'll speak differently with some friends as we do others. But the idea now that WhatsApp groups or private conversations that are 
overheard and recorded and then given out to the public, they were never meant for public consumption. And yet there's retrospectively people being charged or held up to account for conversations they thought they were having in private. And yeah. are we getting to that stage where we're not even allowed to have that because, you know, whether you're joking or you know, I just I just don't know where the line is in that respect. No, and I think, again, to to take that into the, the, the question, the query of what is the context? Why are we saying Firstly, there's why are we saying it? And secondly, who are we saying it to? Mm -hmm. So there are things that I would say with a handful of people, I would never dream of saying, now, now why is that? And it's because yeah. I'll, I'll have time with those people. I'll have spent a lot of time with those people. So they know they know me historically, hysterically yeah. and historically, they know me. They know where I'm coming from. I don't need to explain where I'm, you know, my context to yeah. those people. But I'm telling you, it's like five folk, you know, my oldest pals kind of thing, my closest people around about me. And likewise, they'll be, they'll say that same kind of stuff to me. And when I say that, I'm not talking about things that you would be aboard it. I'm just mm -hmm. talking about talking without yeah. filters. Yeah. I mean, the idea I, that anybody can talk without filters in this in this day and age, says the 50-year-old, in this day and age. Um, <laughs> when I was a boy. I, I think that's part of the problem as well. Um, so, I mean, there's there's a lot of different angles to it, and I think that's where a lot of people get confused as well. Know that they're daft, but they're overwhelmed with information and um, inflammatory views on things. Where's the compassion? And yeah. I can't I can't get away from that because that's the answer. The answer isn't cancelling this or letting this go. Or blah. It's it's applying compassion, and that's that's the real challenge because. I'm totally off on one now, but to apply compassion, you've got to have compassion for yourself. No, well, folk don't have that. No, no absolutely. And I, it feels like there's less compassion that people are feeling really sort of righteous. But people are scared. Go, That's absolutely outrageous and it shouldn't be allowed. And and it, they don't go back a couple of layers. And, and, you know, I know in green rooms with other comedians, I mean, we can say, I mean, I think what would be deemed horrific things to each other which, like you say, because we know each other, we know within the context we don't mean it. But as comedians, we try to go to the darkest place, to the most dangerous place, to try and get a laugh. Mm -hmm. And we do that in the context and the privacy of our own conversation. Mm -hmm. But there is a situation now happening that if somebody did, for whatever reason, decide to record that and release it, mm -hmm. then we would be held up for that. And but I kind of go, I don't know if that's fair, because we didn't you know people don't historically know us or or know the situation and and compassion comes into it so hugely because the less people know you personally the less compassion they have anyway but don't you think one of the big problems now is people's personal assumption or some may say arrogance in which it is their human right to take offense to everything absolutely yeah. everything because they want to take offense because they want to be seen doing the right thing so where is the compassion then on the complainer's part for, as you say, not adjudicating the situation, what was said, when it was said, you know, just expunging everything to the history vaults and whitewashing over everything for want of a better thing isn't going to change the past because the past has still gone on. Why? I don't understand why people are scared of learning from the past. It's almost as though, well, we'll have to shut this down. We have to cancel it. We have to be seen as... It's a head on a stick culture, if you see what I mean. They want some kind of prize. 
This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too. Like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Well, and that if that censorship then has always existed... It's just because yeah. that's what it is. So it just depends who the sensori, sensori is. <laughs> no. And uh, I said that in a vaguely Eastern accent there and then panicked. Do you know, that's exactly yeah. what happened in my head there because it reminded me of Samurai. And I, and I thought, oh, that's dodgy. <laughs> but there was a couple of things on is the day. Is that dodgy? There was a couple of things on the day because I happened to be one of the people in the documentary and we had a few conversations about that. Should we be saying this? Should we be saying that? Should we be saying... And it gets to the point where it's like, well, what is the point of actually examining this? Because when you forensically go over everything, like it's um, Language Lab Taggart Central, it kind of loses <laughs> a lot of the nonsense associated with it. But it was really interesting that day because you'd said to me, oh, I don't know if we should say that, or I don't know if the tone of this is... It. And I said similar. So where does it all stop? Yeah. And I don't think I answered your... Firstly, I don't think I answered your first question there. Could um, you, love? Which Please. Which is really... <laughs> come on, you. <laughs> which is really relevant is where's the compassion for the censors? So, again, without sounding too Buddhist or anything like that, but that's, that level of censorship, I believe, is that level of censorship is stoked by fear. And yeah. I think a lot of people, not all, but a lot of people are outraged because of something else that they don't know is going on in them. Mm-hmm. And again, maybe that sounds very arrogant, but let it stand. And it's a 
and to so to be outraged at somebody saying something away or here um lets them feel a sort of venting of that whatever that angst is that suffering is but it's not actually about that example being see if my mother said anything that was racist now when i say that let me stress that my mother wasn't a racist but my mother was born in 1927 mm -hmm. so she used terms that came from that time in a very general way and i couldn't fucking wait to jump down her throat and correct her now there was a sliver of that that was coming from a place of justice but the majority of that was coming for the fact that she didn't let me out last weekend and i was raging <laughs> with her and i couldn't wait to get to set her right to pin her mm -hmm. and it's that energy that's under that it's with how do we how do we love the pinners you just go to. i don't know how mm -hmm. but that energy it's got to come for that place because if it comes for the same place that they're coming for then you know an eye for an eye makes the whole world blind so Karen, going you said quoting the bible uh, oh wee jesus and it's so, so close to <laughs> what i was going to say Karen, because obviously you're more known now for your acting work is stand up something that you are going to go back to and if Fuck so no no right no. okay and that's nothing to do with cancel culture i can't i, I can't stick it i've never enjoyed doing stand up i haven't done much of it mm -hmm. at all and part, so a lot of the reason that is is from uh, total lack of confidence and lack of practice in it. It's not that I'm not going to do that kind of fawning thing. If I don't think I'm funny, you know, whether I do or whether I don't depends on what sketch I'm watching and who I'm talking mm -hmm. to and how I'm feeling that day and whether I'm pre-menstrual. So that's never a, a, an either or. But a, a stand up makes me ill. Mm -hmm. So the short answer is no. Mm -hmm. And that's nothing to do with cancel culture in inverted commas. That's today. What's this we, in June and Norrin Moore, I spotted something, Karen. You're doing Karen. Oh, I'm DJing. I'm DJing, which I love. How offensive. So I will not turn up to that. I'm a barn dancer. How dare you? <laughs> I only dance with barns. Will you be using um, the hits of Mary Kiani? Um, Mary Kiani will be there through the <laughs> medium of TTF, the time frequency, oh. but also... Um, from the solo, one of her tracks, which was Come On, I don't know if you remember that, circa 93, but that's one of my top tunes. Oh, I already have. Uh, have. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it's, the it's the stress of today. So, no, I'm DJing. I'm DJing on the, oh, uh, the 10th of June, and I really want that. That was meant to be, it was just when the nightclub shut again, it yeah. was meant to be on, and partly... Partly I was like, ah, no, don't shut it. But another side of me was like, ah, we need to do it. So I really want to make it a big, huge, big summer party um, on the 10th of June. That we were going to do it in February and I says, I'm too fear. It's reschedule it in case it gets shut again. Yeah. So let's do it in the summer. So Karen, going back to the documentary, what kind of people have you spoken to about their experiences of cancer culture or indeed their opinions? Well, speaking to yourself, Bruce, so spoke to look, people like yourself and other comedians as well, um, who uh, some of them experienced that. I spoke to the guys who are stand-ups as well for trigonometry, who are very pro-free uh, pro speech. Um, I spoke to a guy who runs a diversity course and sat in on that course, which was very interesting. A lot of it was really useful. A lot of it I didn't agree with. Mm -hmm. and, and that, again... For a personal point of view, with 
as far as I'm aware, name malice, though of course there'll be an unconscious bias because every human being has an unconscious bias. I mean, I remember realising, I can't remember, somebody was talking about Rangers or Celtic and I honestly can't remember what, what it is because I was brought up in air. I'm an Air United supporter, so there's none of that bias in me, she said. However, when they said that, I remember in my head thinking, bigot, they're a bigot. And then the, uh, another voice still in my head says, you're a bigot. And I was like, how am I a bigot? When you have the conversations with yourself. It says, Cam, you're bigoted against bigots. You hate people who hate people. So what is the fucking difference? Yeah. What is the difference? So whether I'm saying that shouldn't be allowed and that should be allowed, if I'm coming for that kind of energy, there's a, there's a difference, of course, between standing up for yourself, mm. whatever side that's on, standing up for yourself. But the vehemence in it and the vitriol, I would say, is about something else for each party, for each party to not be able to consider the other person's point of view. And please don't let me put across that I do that all the time. See, when I get caught up in my own stuff and my own fear, mm-hmm. I can't see the other person's side. But mm-hmm. if I can manage to take a step back for it, and usually it's one of my pals pulling my big fucking shirt collar and saying, look, this might be what's happening here, blah, blah, blah. Have you ever thought about this? And I need that objectivity for somebody mm-hmm. when I feel that like I'm attacked, when I feel that like I'm being ostracised or controlled. Mm-hmm. And that is a human trait. Oh, I think, and good. that's, that's <laughs> so right, you know, that sort of human trait, because like you say, we do have, whether it's unconscious bias, but, you know, we know what we like as, as humans, you know, we know what people we like, we know what television, what music. And so any, so the things that we like ourselves, if people like something different, you kind of do go, I don't know how you can like that. Mm-hmm. I think the difficulty comes when we start saying, you're not allowed to like that. Mm-hmm. That, and that's what it seems to be at the moment. It's like, oh, I don't understand why they like that or, you know, or why they have that religion or why they have that belief. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's the thing now, the real feeling of people saying, I don't I don't like that, and so you're not allowed to like it either. Yeah. And I don't like that word, so you can't use it either. Yeah, I think you know? that's a societal issue across the board. And where I notice it most is in politics, there seems to be no political respect for difference at all, mm-hmm. um, which is a whole other thing. But but Karen, the last thing that I want to ask you, your name is Karen, you are a Karen, but are you a Karen, mm. if you catch my drift? <laughs> and were mm. you offended when the Karens came to town, when the Karen float arrived? Uh, like, uh, quite genuinely, because a load of people that I know called Karen did. Yeah. I think the word I would use, Bruce, is crestfallen. Really? <laughs> As you can, you can imagine that's a word I use on a daily basis. Um, I thought, oh, oh no, no. It was kind of, it was more like that because I quite like my name and I quite like, you know, my full name, Camden Bat. It's got a ring to it. Yes, right? yeah. It is Camden Bat. never been a Kaz um, or anything like that. No, I can't. I mean, my pal's Kaz, you're right, Kaz, when they've drunk seven bottles of Diamond White. But, <laughs> I mean, it'll only be people for the last century that have any idea what I'm talking about there. Ketamine Kaz. That's it. <laughs> Oh, no, that was a moniker that I was proud to throw into a hanky. Um, um, so I was I was mere jaded, but also um, I found the humour in it because I don't think I'm a calm, but as the older I get, I'm getting a wee bit calmly. A wee I can't bit deny light. that. At the moment, I'm like, ah, state of these bloody roads now. See the holes in these roads? This is terrible. How are you meant to drive your calmness? I'm I'm going through that every time I'm in the motor, and then I'm like, oh, oh, hen, you're fifty. 
and you know you're becoming slowly fecally incontinent <laughs> well i think we've gone as far as we can with counseling I today <laughs> i don't think there's any how do you push the boundary on that it'll go right through the gusset well absolutely <laughs> <laughs> prolapses for everyone <laughs> With compassion. Absolutely. <laughs> compassionate prolapses with oust. The, the compassionate prolapse by Maeve Binchy. <laughs> Free candle with that. first edition. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was, you got me there. I clapped my hands like oh. a fucking old woman. Like. <laughs> Karen, I think that all that left to be said is thank you very much for your time. Thank you for You're bearing welcome, through folks. the technical troubles. Jojo, Nibble do you have a, a final word you'd like to... Um, to, to offer? Um, I was going to swear, but I won't. No, an absolute pleasure to talk to you, Karen. It's delightful to to see you um, see you in person, although through a screen. Mm. And um, yes, I don't see you as a Karen, and I don't know who came up with a Karen. I think we should find them and annihilate them, because that seems compassionate in my mind. A compassionate annihilation? Yeah. Aye, I'm up for that. Aye, come on, <laughs> let's kick Karen in the cars. <laughs> Two on the Rangers. <laughs> all the Celtics, oh, all aye. the Air Uniteds. Or the, or the Hibs, or the Dundies, or the uh, steak and gravy pies. Karen, all teams. A, a pleasure, as always. Likewise, Thank folks. You so Great much. to see you. Lovely Mwah. to speak to you. And you. All the best. Bye, Bye. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.